0: Hey, it's Finn, and if you've been listening to 680 for long, you know that I'm a big fan of Audi Atlanta. That's where I got my Audi Q8 e-tron, which I absolutely love. And it's the only dealership I would recommend to my friends and my family. And here's why. For one, Audi Atlanta has a great selection of luxury vehicles. They helped me find the exact SUV I was looking for, and the purchase was super easy. A fully transparent experience catered to me. The same experience they provide all their customers And here's one more reason that makes Audi Atlanta so special. During the month of April, Audi Atlanta will make a donation to Enduring Hearts for every vehicle sold. Thanks to the efforts of Enduring Hearts, children with heart transplants are living longer and healthier lives. Get the Audi you've always wanted while supporting a great cause. To learn more about Enduring Hearts and to view our current specials, visit AudiAtlanta.com to start or complete your entire purchase online. Or shop Audi Atlanta in person like I did on Peachtree Boulevard just inside the perimeter. Together, we have the power to make positive changes that could last a lifetime
1: and now it's time for a deep south legend that's been keeping it real here in atlanta for over two decades it's the buck baloo show only on the fan
2: Welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan. We've got Road Dog in position. Our producer, engineer, Derek Thomas in position ready to go today. He's got an early Braves game. And DT, I believe I'm going to get a few extra minutes today here on the show. Well, I don't know. The locker room kind
3: of went over so heavy. Oh, yeah, so it may have would, taken you know, up your extra time. You've oh, essentially good. lost the extra five minutes. There you go. There you go. We're right on track, Buck. There you go. Yeah, good
2: grief. I mean, you got five guys in there. It's tough to get them all to shut up on time. <laughs> they do a lot of
3: talking on that show, but And how about home team? He's got his stress squeeze ball that he left. Well, if you had to deal with those four other guys, wouldn't you need a, a squeeze ball, stress ball,
2: too? I mean, have you seen home team? Is he sitting here squeezing the ball the entire show? What's going on, home team? A lot of stress in his life, apparently. Do these things work, by the way? Have you ever tried these?
3: Yeah, get, get some tension out, you know, if you need is to. Is it like shaking tension. your leg? It's That's what I'm literally doing right now. So, yeah, I could probably use like a, a stress ball. Yeah.
2: Hey, coming up in the final segment of the show today, we're going to let Infinity of Gwinnett drive the uh, content. 404-231-1680 is presented by my friends at Infinity of Gwinnett. Empower the talk. Empower the drive. Final segment today. They control what we will talk about. Right now, though, it's time to get to the big take. Bucks Big. take, And I control this, by the way, if you're wondering. Spencer Strider deserves to win the National League Cy Young Award. Don't give me this nonsense about the Cubs' Justin Steele winning this award. Strider wrapped it up last night with another dominating performance against the Phillies. Now, look, Steele has delivered an all-star season for the Cubs. Uh, He's been good. He's been really good. He's been at the top of his game this season. But he doesn't dominate the game like Strider does. Yes, Steele's ERA is a full run less than Strider's. I get it. But Strider has 100 more strikeouts than Steele. Spencer has dominating stuff. That overpowering fastball, he throws up there at 99 miles an hour. Steel, he features a cutter. And get this, when Strider pitches, the Braves win. Braves are now 24-6 and when 99 is on the mound. 24-6! and And he's now 8-0 with an ERA of around a run and a half against those hard-hitting Phillies. Now, Spencer looks like he'll get two more starts wrapping up the regular season. So he's got a legitimate shot at 20 wins. You combine 20 wins with those strikeout numbers, and I'm here to tell you that translates to a Cy Young Award. Period. Period. And the Big Take is brought to you by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. I mean, you go out there and you strike out 270 batters so far this season. And I think that trumps that little uh, cutter thing that Steele's throwing up there. Again, Steele has, you know, he's been really good this year. But Strider, for the most part, has been great. Now,
3: but, I know Plasky's probably going to go with Steele, the writer out in Los Angeles. There's no use in mentioning his name, even, Buck. Buck, I'm curious, though. Uh, will Spencer Strider get the ball game one in the playoffs? No, that'll be Max Fried. That'll Freed. be Max Fried. How many teams Unless in we baseball? The Phillies. So we've got a potential Cy Young Award winner and a potential game two starter. Yeah. That's what the Braves are bringing into this I would season. imagine
2: if we face the Phillies in the D.S., Division series. We might see Strider get the game one start. I don't know. Maybe.
3: Just curious. Just, it's, it's a great problem to have. Yeah, when you it's got nice to have two, two aces. Cy Young Award potential guy.
2: You got yeah. an ace going in game one and an ace going in game two. You got to love it. Yeah, we're in pretty good shape. Let's and they hear, got a good lineup too, Buck, I've heard. Let's so hear some cool. audio after last night's game. Boy, that was sweet. And I guaranteed yesterday on the show the Braves would do what they did last night, dominate the Phillies. They're back on track. They're back locked in after that four-game losing streak. Let's hear from Darno. He caught Strider last night. Here's
0: Travis talking about Spencer. Today was fun. Uh, I think his fastball command was one of the best games all year. I think that's what opened up you know, his slider and his changeup. He was able to get early contact. He was able to get swing and miss. He was able to get take. He was able to just pitch, and it was fun. It sure was. It was fun watching
2: him dominate the Phillies. Man, I tell you what, I really enjoyed that.
3: Let's hear from Strider talking about his outing. The goal is just always the same go up, pound the strike zone, move the fastball around. I felt like to be as economical as we can be, That's those are the things we got to do is is um, kind of target different spots of the zones, obviously be in the zone. Um, and Travis was, was really good, um, set me up really well today. You know, I thought, you know, it was pretty good for the most part.
2: Yeah, it was better than pretty good. That was awesome. So, what that was, man. Strider for the Cy Young, please. Enough of this talk about steel.
3: I love that Travis Darnoka. Uh, you can tell he really is having a lot of fun when he's catching a Spencer Strider game. Yeah, man. I mean, that, that
2: fastball pumped up there at 99. And it looked like to me, the, just looking at the body language, the exp- facial expressions that these teams have when Strider's locked in, it's like they're helpless up there at the plate. And you saw that out of the Phillies last night. I got no shot with the way he's pitching. Locating the fastball at 99. So I got to speed up my
3: swing. And then here comes the breaking ball. You got no shot. Every now and then you get to mix in that changeup. I think that's made him uh, yeah. that much better of a pitcher too. But. And he'll
2: continue to develop that third hey, pitch and get better go. and better. Really love it. All right, Braves underway at twelve twenty today. Finale with the Phillies. Aaron Nola taking on Bryce Elder, who's been really good, again, for the Braves this season. And uh, we'll look forward to that. 11 games remaining in the regular season. This thing's winding down fast. All right, uh, so we got started late. I better talk fast, right? I wanted to get to uh, talk a little Georgia football here. We've got coming up Smile Munden, inside linebacker for the uh, Georgia Bulldogs will be with me today on the Bulldog Roundtable coming up at 35 after the hour. And so I wanted to talk a little Bulldog football before we got to that. And I'm hearing a lot about the lack of explosive plays by the Georgia offense. And that is a problem, especially down the road when you get into these highly competitive games you would expect Georgia to face a little later in the season. Right now it's not that big a deal. Lack of explosive plays. Had three of them a week ago against South Carolina. One in the run game, two in the passing game. And there are four players that Georgia has access to get the ball to that can provide the explosive plays. And one of them is not getting the ball. And that's Arian Smith, number 11, fastest man in the SEC. He's got three catches in three games. And I've seen them target him, not often, but occasionally in these first three games, I have seen them try to dial up a play to get Arian the ball deep on a post pattern, the go route, something vertical, deep down the field. It just hasn't materialized. So I guess they got that in their back pocket. I would love to see Arian Smith Being targeted deep down the field every single game. In fact, uh, in the first half and the second half. See some balls hung up deep to Arian Smith. Got to take advantage of the speed, man. Speed kills. Brock Bowers is another one that uh, can take it to the house. As you know, one of the best players in college football. I would love to see us target him more intermediate to deep down the field. Seeing a lot of the short underneath stuff so far this season. I guess trying to get the quarterback a little more confident. What's going on? Brock Bowers on the over route. That's what I want to see. Brock Bowers on the deep crossing route. That's what I want to see. I want to see Brock Bowers on the seam route, the flag route. Ra rah Thomas has stepped up, too. 56-yard reception against UT Martin. Had a 36-yarder against South Carolina in the passing game. That's one of the two explosive games uh, plays they had in the passing game. He's getting more comfortable. His role is increasing. He's got some big playability with that 6'2", 200-pound frame. We'll see more of Ra-Ra Thomas as these games uh, come down the road. And then the fourth player has not played yet this season, and that is Lad McConkey, Dealing with a back injury that apparently is pretty serious. He's already missed three games. Hadn't caught a ball. Has not taken the field yet. Has not taken one snap. And a year ago, he had explosives. It seemed like every single game, 37 yards, 28 yards, 37, 70, 37, 25, 30. All these explosive plays coming from Lad McConkey. we have not seen any of that this year because he's yet
3: to step on the field. It's a good point, Buck. I hear, as all of us have plenty of uh, plenty of griping for Georgia's slow starts, particularly on offense. And I haven't heard many people use that excuse. Lad McConkie of the most productive pass catchers on yeah. the team, big play now guy. for a couple of years. So yeah, they're they're missing Lad. Yeah,
2: and Ladd- I think uh, there's another factor here, Road Dogg, is that Georgia's not running the football like they have. They don't have Darnell Washington, the big tight end, as an extra blocker in the run game. And so you're not as dominant running the football. So the defenses aren't coming up and crowding that line of scrimmage, just freaking out trying to stop the run game, which allows uh, Georgia to go deep. We have not seen a lot of that or any of that really so far this season, and that impacts these explosive plays also. Road talk? I was just going to say – if you gave me last year with no Lad, I would be a little
1: more concerned. But because you have Rara and Dominic there stepping in and producing, I think that has really filled the gap of what you're missing from Lad. And once you do get Lad back finally, I think that passing game is really going to take off uh, with all them on the field. And, and I want to see just Bowers, you're saying you want to see more deep threats. I just want to see him get more targets, period. He he had like
3: seven catches uh, this past weekend. Adam brings up a good point, and it compliments your book. Yours, Buck, that, yeah, I mean, they still had the playmakers on the outside. So it goes back to what you're saying this offense runs through the running game. That's where the play actions come. That's where the deep shots come. And if you're not running the ball effectively, then the, the offense doesn't well, run the, the way Darnell's teams. not coming back. And yeah, your, your fifth, your sixth offensive lineman isn't there anymore, even though Brock Bowers does a pretty good job. But yeah, when you had both of those guys on the field, it was a huge advantage uh, mm-hmm. running the football.
2: Yeah, and I think we're going to see uh, the more that the uh, quarterback gets a little more experience, we're seeing the playbook open up a little bit. They're going to be throwing a little bit more down the road with Carson Beck as the quarterback. Not running the ball like you have in the past. With the tight end uh, gone, the extra blocker, and now these running backs that are all dinged up right now, but you can still get those explosive plays. All right, uh, we got a pair of tickets to give away to go see Eric Church. Uh, It's coming up tomorrow at Ameris Bank Amphitheater in Alpharetta. We're going to hook you up just in time, man. So call us right now, 404-231-1680. You want to go see Eric Church perform at Ameris Bank Amphitheater tomorrow night. If you don't win, Road Dog's going to hook somebody up right now. Still uh, tickets available at Ticketmaster.com. That's Ticketmaster.com. Road Dog, don't keep them for yourself. Let's give them away to the listener out there. To 680, the fan. All right, coming back on the other side, Mort's going to join us. We'll run through the NFL plus Georgia Tech, Clemson, Florida State. We'll hit some of that too. We've got the Blue Show here on the fans 680 and 93.7. Hit, pause,
0: Hey, it's Finn, and if you've been listening to 680 for long, you know that I'm a big fan of Audi Atlanta. That's where I got my Audi Q8 e-tron, which I absolutely love. And it's the only dealership I would recommend to my friends and my family. And here's why. For one, Audi Atlanta has a great selection of luxury vehicles. They helped me find the exact SUV I was looking for, and the purchase was super easy. A fully transparent experience catered to me. The same experience they provide all their customers, and here's one more reason that makes Audi Atlanta so special. During the month of April, Audi Atlanta will make a donation to Enduring Hearts for every vehicle sold. Thanks to the efforts of Enduring Hearts, children with heart transplants are living longer and healthier lives. Get the Audi you've always wanted while supporting a great cause. To learn more about Enduring Hearts and to view our current specials, visit AudiAtlanta.com. To start or complete your entire purchase online or shop Audi Atlanta in person like I did on Peachtree Boulevard just inside the perimeter. Together, we have the power to make positive changes that could last a lifetime.
2: Here on the fan, 680 and 937. You can also listen online, 680thefan.com. And click and watch if you want to do that also. And listen on the fan app. That is driven by Beaver Toyota of Coming. Beaver Direct, fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle. Let them wow you. Beaver. Up and coming. 10 o'clock hour brought to you by Dupree Plumbing. Go with the plumber I trust and score $50 off your next plumbing service at dupreeplumbing.com.
1: The best NFL insider in the business is only on the fan. This is ESPN's NFL insider, Chris Mortensen.
2: All right, let's bring on Mort, our truest NFL insider, joins us on the Hobson & Hobson Newsmaker line. Mort, I'm going to be thinking about you Saturday as UAB goes into Sanford Stadium, taking on the number one Georgia Bulldogs. And I can't wait to see UAB offensively and see what that offensive coordinator's calling.
4: Well, he's 51 new players, no returning offensive linemen working with the quarterbacks. So I'm just anxious to see if they can get to the first play.
2: Uh, your son, the offensive coordinator at UAB, I know what it's like to watch your son play the game. You do too. But what's it like, is it any different
4: watching him coach? Well, it, it is because I, I, see, well, I see how much it matters to him. I know the people who have worked with him, who are high high praise, you know, and I also know that, you know, he he helped touch Jalen Hurts and Tua and Matt Jones and Bryce Young, and I know it was quite an involvement, but, you know, this is a different task, and I always felt like when I looked at their roster, this might be, you know, year two might be the year, and just hope they kind of survived this. (laughs) I really do.
2: Well, I know he is. Uh, he's done a wonderful job, and his career's off to a great start. Worked on uh, Coach Saban's staff, now with Trent Dilfer at UAB. Can't wait to see what the future holds. Mort, uh, imagine going to an NFL game and and dying, and that's what we've seen. Monday yeah. Night Football, Dolphins and Patriots. Mort, this is crazy.
4: Well, you know, thing I can think go back twenty years. When we were talking about the lack of security, the the drunken, overindulgent fans, fights, and certain there are certain places that are more fights than ever. And you know, if you're taking your family, there's no place to go. So the answer is more security. They're supposed to have these security cameras up, so they can see it and alert it right away. But and now we have a a, a fan that dies, and this has happened in in baseball and and to me it's like if you can't feel safe taking your family to an athletic event a pro football game or a college football game for that matter then then something's wrong with with our society I'm with you hundred
2: percent on that one it's just uh it's just unbelievable uh, to see, and you see these videos. It seems every week of these fans going at it at these games.
4: Every week. Every week. I mean, that's that's the thing about it. it's every week. I'm sitting there saying, so they you know, like twenty. I, I saw it twenty years ago. It said, you no, know, we've got it set up now. So we got these security cameras everywhere, so we can we can see if there's any trouble spots pop, popping up. Well, obviously, they don't have enough people monitoring it.
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's really upsetting, and and so was seeing Nick Chubb go down injured. The uh, left, uh, he's got the knee injury, the one he injured in college up in Knoxville. Uh, it was tough to watch. Uh, more, what, what can you tell us about his situation? Facing surgery, major surgery again. Uh, people asking me if his career is in jeopardy. I'd, I've been telling them, yeah.
4: Well, of course it is. It's in jeopardy. But I mean. You know, I know our producers made a decision not to show that injury uh, over again. You know, it was was that bad. And uh, you just feel for Nick. I mean, you know, Nick Nick is just, he's almost everybody's favorite player, if you know him, because he's so humble and he just does his job. And he's a great running back. I mean, he's one of two or three best running backs in this league. And, and it's, it's just sad when it, when this happens. So I, I don't know. It was pretty upsetting to me.
2: Yeah, that was tough to watch. Uh, one of the most popular players to ever put on the Georgia Bulldog uniform for the same reasons uh, that you just pointed out right there. So uh, prayers up for Chubb as he's dealing with another one of these serious knee injuries. And, I tell you, Deshaun Watson's under a lot of fire right now, Mort. He's got that big contract and not playing up to the deal. He's like one of the most pressured quarterbacks in the league. It looked like he was running for his life pretty much every uh, pass that they called in the game. What uh, What can you tell us about what Deshaun's going through?
4: In Cleveland's supposed to have one of the best offensive lines in football. Uh, no, I, I, I've gotten a lot of uh, – I've heard – a lot of other football execs expressed concern that Deshaun Watson maybe maybe that rust that we thought he was knocking off last year maybe it's never going to be fully knocked off. I mean, it's early. I mean, you know that Kevin Stefanski said the Browns goes there, there's enough there that you know we can work off, but but uh, yeah, it it doesn't look like the the. The next michael Jordan, as uh Dave, Dave said uh a swing yeah. said when it first came out it just it's just it's 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 been different i you know you stay out of football that long you have those type of troubles hanging you over your head, and you think that you can change and everything moves on as normal well it's not moving on as normal.
2: I don't see a lot of open receivers, Stefanski, uh, dialing up those pass plays. So under a lot of pressure, not a lot of open receivers. I think it goes deeper than just Deshaun Watson. And Justin Fields, another Atlanta, Metro Atlanta area quarterback product, uh, catching a lot of static. The Bears don't look very good right now. And Fields is under a lot of pressure as far as his performance level.
4: Yeah, that's right. And, And people right now want to say, well, you know, they just, there's just, they don't have the very offense fit around him. Well, we've heard that now once or twice as we've gone on here. And at some point, you got to look at him. And, 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 and I do know this much there is concern. And, and I don't think at the end of this year that he, if he hasn't progressed, I think they go looking for another quarterback.
3: Hmm.
2: Mort, I'm still uh, getting peppered with questions about Stetson Bennett and his situation. Um, is there a, any new information out there? Everybody's wondering what's wrong with Stet.
4: There is enough. We've checked, and you, you can suspect things, and it's it's just not. You know, he's being protected by people who on guard his confidence. So we don't know what's going on there. We we just don't. And, too bad because he, he fell into what we think is the ideal situation. And uh, so we're waiting. We're waiting it here, but it's it's uh, and people have suspicions, but suspicions are facts. And, uh, you know, let's let's hope that whatever it, whatever is bothering him or that has become an issue that he lands on his feet and gets it together.
2: More great stuff. Uh, We'll lean on on you again next week. And uh, best of luck watching the Georgia UAB game on
4: Saturday. Thanks for that, (laughs) Buck. Hey, one last thing. There was a time I thought on the Falcons game, I said, Justin Ritter ain't the guy. And in the second half, he was the guy.
2: Yeah, I'm wanting to see a little bit more. We'll talk about it next week.
4: You're right about that.
2: Okay. Thanks, Mort. We appreciate it. Mort joined us on the Hobson & Hobson Newsmaker Line. We uh, talk a little NFL football every week, every uh, Wednesday here on the show. We got some uh, big-time college football going on, on, uh, coming up on Saturday. (laughs) And one of those games coming out of the ACC, we got Florida State and Clemson. Noon kickoff. Florida State's lost seven in a row in this rivalry. Is this a year they break that skid? They certainly have looked better than Clemson has looked so far this season. And uh, looking forward to seeing the game. Got... uh, couple of quarterbacks that uh, a lot is expected of jordan travis left shoulder a little dinged up right now keep an eye on that you got Klubnik trying to settle in and get his confidence up i think one of the big uh, uh, rubs in this game will be the seminoles defense can they slow this clemson run game down tigers averaging 200 yards rushing per game with shipley and Maffa running that ball for them And uh, this one's going to be good. Last win for Florida State over Clemson a decade ago. Let's hear from Dabo talking about the expectations in this game. You got two good teams, uh, two great programs, a rivalry game early in the season. So this is uh, Clemson, Florida State at its best right here for sure. It doesn't matter, I mean, what the record is. It doesn't matter who won last year. doesn't matter what you ranked. This is a game that you better show up. You better show up and be ready. Yeah, there you go. And then we got Georgia Tech and Wake Forest. A 630 toe meets leather situation in Winston-Salem. Wake Forest 3-0, but come on, they beat Elon, Vandy, and Old Dominion. So maybe a paper tiger right now. I think it's a big swing game for the Jackets. Win this one, and you've got a shot to go bowling. You lose this one, go to 1-3. and three. It's going to be tough looking at the rest of the schedule to get to that bowl game, which I know is uh, something the Yellow Jackets are looking to do. Get back uh, bowling. Let's hear from Brent Key, the head coach for Georgia Tech, talking about Wake Forest. I
3: mean, they're a good football team, all around team. Uh, they've got coaches that, that have been there for a while. They understand, uh, you know, really who they are. I mean, that, that's the thing that shows up on tape. They understand who they are as, as a program. Uh, you know, it's a you know they're 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 a program to admire. Uh, what what Dave has done there and how he's built it. Um, you know, they, they play sound football. They don't beat themselves. Uh, they play really good situational football. You, know, you look at their defense on in the, in, in third downs, red area, you know, negative play sacks, uh, really all those things that, that, that matter in you know, the situational aspect of the football game. They, they, do, they do a heck of a job. At.
2: Yeah, they need Haynes King to have another big game, and he's been really, really good so far this season. Need him to continue playing well and have a good performance for Tech to come away with a win. Uh, Wake Forest a four-point favorite in this game. So looking forward to seeing both of those coming up Saturday. Also looking forward to seeing Smile Monden uh, play the game for Georgia coming up Saturday. One of the very impressive defenders that Kirby is showing off these days. Had a chance to catch up with Smile Mondin this week and uh, talk Bulldog football.
1: The fan is proud to be. Officials sp- the fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs, and it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck 25-20 10 fifteen, ten, five. Get in there! Touchdown! Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own Credit Union, Georgia Pack and Load, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, six eighty and 937 FM.
2: Joining me now on the Buck Belus show, Smile Monden, Bulldog linebacker on the Hobson & Hobson Newsmaker line. Smile, congratulations on a really good win over South Carolina.
5: Yes, sir. Appreciate you.
2: Man, they got off to a, a pretty solid start on you, and then you guys sort of took over from that point on. This was one of the better quarterbacks you're going to face this season, though, right? Spencer Rattler, what kind of challenge was
5: that? Yeah, it's a... Uh... From like a passer standpoint, he's real accurate with the ball, so like, you know, he gonna put the ball wherever he wants it and then uh, you know, he had time in the pocket, so he he did a real good job.
2: Y'all turned up the heat on him though, shut the shut those guys down there. Right, that was the key, getting a little extra rusher or two in there getting after him.
5: Yeah, for sure. I felt like that helped a lot.
2: What about the uh, the combination, man? I've been so impressed with the job that both you and uh, Dumas Johnson are doing. What what kind of relationship do you two guys have? I oh, mean, it looks like it is, uh, you know, one of the better uh, off-the-ball linebacker combinations in college football to me.
5: Oh, yeah, for sure, man. Pop, that's my brother, man. Blood couldn't make us closer.
2: Smile, what about the... Uh, did you learn a little patience through the uh, you know getting back to form with the uh, the injury issue you had to deal with, and now it looks like you made it all the way
5: back? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that was really the biggest test on me, just being patient with it.
2: How about this defensive line? Uh, it looks like a good mix. You got some veterans up there leading the way, and then you got a lot of these young guys that are you know you're getting coached uh, coaching them up, and looks like they're uh, getting more and more comfortable. Uh, uh, really good defensive front in front of you there.
5: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, we got Zelo, Warren, Nas, you know, some of the older guys. And then we got younger guys come too, coming in, like uh, Christian Miller, Jordan Hall. So really all those guys working together. Uh, you know, they're getting better every week. You feeling
2: good about the defense right now? I tell you, I look around college football, I hadn't seen a better defense yet.
5: Yeah, I'm feeling good, but like, I feel even better just knowing, like, it's a lot we could get better at. So we're not even like, we haven't even scratched the surface yet. You know, we're still getting better.
2: Yeah, and on the back end, you had some guys uh, step up this past week, too, the way they were throwing it. I mean, they threw it about 50 times out there. Uh, you know, Lasseter really played well. He saw a little uh, little emotion out of him for the first time.
5: Yeah, yeah, that's just really how Kamara is, though. He's quiet till he's not. And whenever he's not, he goes crazy. So it was good to see him him out there balling, Tykee, Malachi, David Daniel getting a start. So it was all good. Dan Jackson with an interception, too.
2: Yeah, Malachi uh, played well in the game. Also, three pass breakups, I think it was. I mean, he looks more and more comfortable, uh, which makes sense, right? As a young player, uh, the more yeah. you play, the more comfortable you're going to get. Yeah, yeah, for sure. How about that crowd? You know, I'd, a lot of talk during the off season about all these other places in the SEC being tough to play at, and I tell you, it seemed like to me the uh, the Bulldog Nation showed up big for you this past Saturday.
5: Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. I don't even know if, like, they know how much, like, they help us during the game. Like, whenever they get loud, it kind of gives us energy. So, like, we feed off their, uh, their energy. So whenever they got the rock, and I feel like we got the playing good. And I feel like it just, we were hand-to-hand.
2: Any concerns at halftime? I know some of the
5: fans were a little worried. What were you guys thinking? Nah, no concerns, man. You just got to go in there, get the adjustments, and go out there and play. What do you make of the offense? Carson Beck's off to a good start. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the offense's been doing good. You know, we got Dejahn back, which is a big plus, and you know, guys getting better, getting more comfortable in the system.
2: Yeah, Edwards, uh, I thought he was the player of the game against South Carolina. Runs tough, uh yeah, you sort of miss that. And you know, I know the running back position's been a little dinged up here, but mm-hmm. he's uh he's the lead dog right now. What what impresses you about Edwards?
5: Yeah, De'Jong went crazy. Like him in open field, like he, he's hard to tackle in open field just because of how shifty he is. But like between the tackles, De'Jong be squeezing through like the smallest holes. So just seeing that, like yeah, it amazes me really.
2: So you guys uh, get away from the SEC schedule one more week. Uh, got UAB coming up. Uh, looking to, uh, yeah, you excited about the rest of the season? How do, you, how do you see things working out? I know you're taking it one game at a time, but you got to feel good about this, this team that you're uh, playing on this year.
5: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm really excited. You know, I've been waiting a long time for the season. So for it to be like finally be here, it, just, it feels good, you know.
2: Well, Smile, best of luck. Uh, keep uh, keep doing what you're doing, man. We appreciate you. All right, bet. for sure. Appreciate you. All right, great catching up with Smile. Coming up next, a little Falcons talk. We've got a couple of star players. They're going to face off on Sunday. We'll talk about it next. Got the Buck Blue show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7.
0: Hey, it's Finn, and if you've been listening to 680 for long, you know that I'm a big fan of Audi Atlanta. That's where I got my Audi Q8 e-tron, which I absolutely love. And it's the only dealership I would recommend to my friends and my family. And here's why. For one, Audi Atlanta has a great selection of luxury vehicles. They helped me find the exact SUV I was looking for, and the purchase was super easy. A fully transparent experience catered to me. The same experience they provide all their customers And here's one more reason that makes Audi Atlanta so special. During the month of April, Audi Atlanta will make a donation to Enduring Hearts for every vehicle sold. Thanks to the efforts of Enduring Hearts, children with heart transplants are living longer and healthier lives. Get the Audi you've always wanted while supporting a great cause. To learn more about Enduring Hearts and to view our current specials, visit AudiAtlanta.com to start or complete your entire purchase online. Or shop Audi Atlanta in person like I did on Peachtree Boulevard, just inside the perimeter. Together, we have the power to make positive changes that could last a lifetime the winningest team in
1: baseball also has the most saves and people who save the most money are winners so start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only ten dollars each these bonds earn a fixed seven percent APY and there's no fees penalties or minimum balance required and they can be redeemed whenever you like you can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win.
2: Hey, the green card's back. 680 green card deal of the year. allows you to play six of the area's best courses for one low price. $199. not $1.99. That would be the deal. That would be a really good deal. It's still a good deal. We're hooking you up. Six rounds of golf with a cart for only $199. Cherokee Run, Collins Hill, Country Club of Gwinnett, Mystery Golf, Sequoia National, Wolf Creek are involved. We're talking uh, $470 value for just $199. That's saving you a heap of money. Quantities are limited to just 200 cards, so get ready. These go on sale Friday at 9 a.m. So get ready to roll Friday morning. Cards on sale this Friday, 9 a.m. at 680thefan.com. Get that green card and go play golf cheap. All right, time for our uh, Infinity Equinette. They're going to control the content you are on what we talk about right now. And uh, Bob is saying, Baloo, you're not talking enough Falcons football. You trying to ignore Desmond Ritter? Well, no, Bob. We we spoke about it on Monday. And uh, we're going to speak about it right now. So uh, we appreciate you. Uh, Listening to the show and wanting more Falcons football. Taking on the Lions up in Detroit on Sunday. A one o'clock kickoff. Lions three and a half point favorite in the game. And for the Lions, they are dealing with a problem that seems to be getting worse and worse. Injuries for the Lions. Good news for the Falcons. Got one of their better defensive backs, Gardner Johnson. He's got a peck. Uh, Peck problem, so he's going to be out for a while. Going to be tough to replace him. He's a physical football player in the secondary, man. He's looking to hit somebody. Running back David Montgomery. has got a, a bruised thigh, apparently. That's not good for a running back. So he's going to be limited if he plays at all. Their left tackle's banged up. Nobody wants their left tackle banged up. So Detroit dealing with some issues. I tell you what, tell you what gets me excited about seeing the game on Sunday at one o'clock, and it's uh, not the broadcast team. It's going to be the running backs that we're going to see in this game. We're going to see the top two running backs that were taken in the NFL draft this previous draft are going to be facing off in this game. Got Jameer Gibbs, uh, the kid from Dalton, went to Tech for a minute, went over to Alabama, and now he's with the Detroit Lions. And with Montgomery out, look for Gibbs to get more touches than what he's been getting. He's gotten 23 touches in two games. Not bad for a first-year player at the running back position. And he is a big play dude. He's averaging a little over four yards a carry. They've targeted him as a receiver, a really good receiver. Nine catches in the first two games. So he's had 32 touches for the Lions. As they're looking to get the big play out of Jameer Gibbs, I know what they're looking to do. Oh, Coach Campbell uh, looking to get some big plays out of Gibbs. And you know about our guy, Bajon Robinson. Talk about a big play guy. He, he brings that skill set to the table also. So he's gotten 29 carries in the first two games. 6.2 yards per carry, making
3: people miss, breaking tackles.
2: Man, he looks good.
3: These are two of the bright, young, exciting stars in the NFL, budding stars. I, I think Bijan, the whole the whole league is on notice about Bijan. But, yeah, folks know about Jameer Gibbs. They got big expectations for him up there in Detroit. Yeah, Bijan. I say Bijan. Yes, Bijan. I say Bijan. Bijan. Well, yeah. you're...
2: B- I'm just, not, show, show the man some respect. I know. I was joking. The, the clip, he goes back and forth and says, says it a couple different ways. He's had 39 touches in the first two games. So these guys are getting their hands on the ball. They're doing some really good stuff when they get the hands on the ball. I mean, if you're a Lions fan or a Falcons fan or if you're just a fan of running backs, after a tough week this past week with running backs, I uh, can't wait to see these guys. They are electric is what they are. And, yeah, we'll see Ritter, who uh, played a really good second half this past week, and Jared Goff, who's playing at a really high level, uh, matched up with the quarterback thing going on. By the way, the broadcast team, Adam Amin and Mark Slareth in the Yay. game on Sunday. Yay. Uh, I want to talk about Acuna real quick. Can I talk about Acuna? Yeah, we've got to hurry that one. He is, uh, he reached 100 RBI. I mean, how many leadoff men out there have 100 RBI? Can we hear from Snet talking about Acuna having 100 RBI? You know, to get the 100 RBIs, I think that's, for him, that's a testament to the bottom third of our
0: lineup and what they've done all year. They roll that lineup over, and he's got guys on all the time, which is great. I think that's a really good formula. Uh, But, uh,
2: yeah, he's just putting together some kind of special, special year. Yeah, you don't see a lot of leadoff men with 100 RBI. All right, let's get to the final word. Time
1: for the final word. Brought to you by Howard
2: Brothers, keeping Georgia green since 1955. Want to remind you, we've got the Friday night football game on Extra 106.3 coming up Friday night as we bring you all the best high school football action from around the region, the metro Atlanta region. Plus, we'll give you scores and highlights if you go to a high school game, get in the car after the ball game, and find out what's going on elsewhere. Join the team this Friday, starting at 7.30 for the live play-by-play game coverage as North Cobb takes on Milton in the Friday night football game of the week. Get on Extra, 106.3. Get that Extra app. Listen anywhere, anytime, crystal clear. Then stick around after the game for the Georgia High School Scoreboard Show and get updates and scores from around the state of Georgia. Friday night football game of the week and the Georgia High School Scoreboard Show are presented by Johnny's New York Style Pizza, WNB Factory, Piedmont Urgent Care, and Fox 5 Atlanta. All right, so Braves and Phillies, the series finale coming up at 12.20. We've got the Ford leadoff show. We'll follow me coming up in just a moment. Going to see Aaron Nola taking on Bryce Elder. And the Braves are going to hit the road. 11 games remaining in the regular season. All right, that's going to do it for me. Stick around for Braves baseball on the home of the Braves, 680 The Fan.
0: Hey, it's Finn, and if you've been listening to 680 for long, you know that I'm a big fan of Audi Atlanta. That's where I got my Audi Q8 e-tron, which I absolutely love. And it's the only dealership I would recommend to my friends and my family. And here's why. For one, Audi Atlanta has a great selection of luxury vehicles. They helped me find the exact SUV I was looking for, and the purchase was super easy. A fully transparent experience catered to me. The same experience they provide all their customers And here's one more reason that makes Audi Atlanta so special. During the month of April, Audi Atlanta will make a donation to Enduring Hearts for every vehicle sold. Thanks to the efforts of Enduring Hearts, children with heart transplants are living longer and healthier lives. Get the Audi you've always wanted while supporting a great cause. To learn more about Enduring Hearts and to view our current specials, visit AudiAtlanta.com to start or complete your entire purchase online. Or shop Audi Atlanta in person like I did on Peachtree Boulevard just inside the perimeter. Together, we have the power to make positive changes that could last a lifetime the winningest team in baseball also
1: has the most saves and people who save the most money are winners so start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only ten dollars each these bonds earn a fixed seven percent APY and there's no fees penalties or minimum balance required and they can be redeemed whenever you like You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win.
5: This morning
2: in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now, it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.